them in a little piece of Portuguese. As I stood gazing at the wonderful works on the altar at Boom Jesus Church, a gentleman comes up smiling and asks, Where are you riding from? Bangalore, I said. I thought so. Saw your bike with the Karnataka registration. He was the priest of Boom Jesus Church and the talk then meandered through the Portuguese history of the church and how tough it was to maintain it in today's times. It was Easter the next day, and the church was getting ready for mass prayer that night. After a nice little interaction he rushed back to his chores as I stared back again at the gorgeous altar. The men might very well be the less popular pair in the men and the, but it still exudes a colonial charm with its buildings and structures inside the Demon Fort. The Manganga River bifurcates the men into Nani Dam and Moti the men, with latter being the favored one with tourists. Though this tiny Union territory is a popular tipler hangout with people from Gujarat, where there is a ban on liquor, the men has more to offer its visitors than just the bottles. I crossed the Demanganga River to Nani Daman, went past a few colorful fishing boats moored near the jetty and headed to Devgar Beach. It was early in the morning and the stalls remained closed on the beach front. As I walked past the black sands, the rocky beach spread out, with the sea quite a distance away. Due to the presence of rocks, swimming and water sport activities aren't permitted here. However, during low tide, one can stroll around and jump over the rocks to get closer to the waters. From the insipid Devka beach, I rode to the relatively less popular St. Jerome Fort. Located next to Nani Daman Jetty which is also referred as the Maopekanyo Jetty, St. Jerome Fort overlooks the mouth of the Manganga River and faces the large Moti Daman Fort on the other bank. Built in 1627 c by the Portuguese, the fort was used to save themselves from the attack of Mughals. As I walked towards the fort, the impressive work on the entrance gate caught my attention. Though it had eroded over the years, the chisel work and statue of St. Jerome gave a glimpse of the reminiscence of Portuguese rule. The fort is a small one, with tall walls and bastions overlooking the estuary. It houses a school apart from a chapel and a cemetery. Back in Motidaman, I headed to the large fort here which goes by the same name. The outer walls of Motidaman Fort runs along the Demanganga River on one side and the sea on another. The lighthouse in the Min is located just outside these tall fort walls. Completed in late 16th century, this polygonal fort has ten bastions and two gateways with beautiful inscriptions. The fort was supposedly the old town of the Min and has numerous official buildings. A stroll through its alleyways revealed a burst of colorful buildings and beautiful churches. The dilapidated Dominican church in one corner of the fort is an intimidating one with its lofty walls. Built in 1567 CE, the interiors with arches and patterns on its otherwise bare walls is a glimpse of the Portuguese times when mass prayers were conducted here. From the crumbling church, I headed to the most popular church in the Min, Church of Boom Jesus. Constructed in 1603 CE, the church is known for its aesthetics with a beautifully carved doorway, richly decorated interiors and a lovely altar. During my conversation with the priest, he spoke about the difficulties of maintaining the 17th century church. From renovating the artworks that are peeling off to painting, it is difficult to get skilled workers as they are available only in Mumbai or New Delhi. However, he was quite excited to speak about his travels across the country as a priest and also to inquire about my ride. The altar is a gorgeous one which I gazed for long amidst the serene ambience.
until a few tourists walked in with selfie sticks and broke the silence. A street away and past a few colonial buildings is the 17th-century Church of Lady of Rosary, which unfortunately was closed when I visited. The church is known for its magnificently decorated interiors. In my attempt to find the road to Jampur Beach, found myself in front of another beautiful structure, Church of Our Lady of Remedios. Built in 1607 CE by Melo de Sampaio, the then governor of the city, this uniquely shaped church is known for its exquisite engravings on its altar and interior walls. With not another soul around, I had the whole church and its beautiful works all to myself, to gaze for long. A bit away from the town, Jampur Beach is quite different from the rocky Devka Beach. The beach at Jampur has black sands and is less frequented than Devka Beach. During low tide, the sea recedes and then it is a long walk through the squelchy sand to the waters. Lined with stalls and tall casuarinas in the backdrop, I languorously strolled along the beach for a while as visitors took the long walk up to the sea. The Min might not be quite an impressive place of visit for many visitors, but for the discerning traveller keen on history and architecture, the place has lots to offer. Navigator Surrounded by the state of Gujarat on all sides, the Union territory of Themen is 170 kilometers north of Mumbai and 364 kilometers south of Ahmedabad. The closest airport is at Mumbai and nearest major railhead is at Wapi, 10 kilometers away. Themen is well connected by roads to all major locations in Maharashtra and Gujarat. Food and accommodation. Though Themen doesn't have a cuisine of its own, Coastal cuisine is their best bet and there are numerous shacks and hotels near Jampur Beach and Digar Beach. There are more options available in Moti Dhamin. Both the beaches also have a wide range of accommodations, however, they get filled up quickly during weekends and holidays.